Hey, this is Teresa, and this is your planning time. So Rutland has the flu, you know, teacher life. Teacher life, we get sick pretty easily and pretty often. So he had battled it, had quite a few kids in his room, and finally he is out. But I have my friend Ashley joining. Um, she is, let's see, Ashley, what year is this for you? This is my third year teaching. So her third year teaching, and I'm excited because she is going to help us launch an episode that I have been loving getting ready. We're going to do an episode called For the Love of Teaching. And this episode is all about small moments that make up the job that we do and that we love so much. And teaching is such hard work and all of us teachers have stories that we can tell that really just sum up what we do each day and how we're making a difference. But we have these silly, fun, um, but also hard moments that are important. <laughs> Yeah, and so we hope that you enjoy it and that you come out on the other end understanding that you are not alone. We are in this together, and I think you'll come out on the other side um, learning, growing, and hopefully doing some laughing. So I started this episode by sending out a, an email that just asked for teachers to share their initiation story. So like something that happened that you were like, oh yeah. I'm a teacher. And the funny thing is, as I was reading these emails that got sent to me and then listening to people verbally tell their story is kind of found out that really these initiations happen like almost every year. It's not like just first year teachers. You know, this can happen in your second, third, fifth, sixth year. I've probably had so many initiations and I guess reinitiations. Uh, but my initiation story, um, it's just kind of funny. This is when I really felt like I was a teacher. I was teaching math and I had a little girl explaining her strategy and she did a fabulous job and I just looked at her and I said, oh my gosh, where did you learn that? She looked at me like I was crazy and said, Miss Randolph, you taught us that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it really works. I'm actually a teacher. So settle in and enjoy these stories. I knew I was initiated when last year, during my first year teaching, I was walking in from recess with my students. I was talking to one student and ran smack into one of the black poles that supports the awning going into the doors by the gym. My head was vibrating because I hit it pretty hard. I'm a fast walker. All of the kids gasped and looked at me. I walked to the front of the line and declared, now boys and girls, that is why we face forward when we are in line, very seriously. And then we just kept going. Okay, so I never really thought too much about being um, initiated into teaching, but when you asked the question, I was really thankful um, for it, and something definitely came to mind. So right out of college, I taught for two years, and then I took 14 years off to be home with my family, and so I've been back in the classroom for eight years, and I've changed schools, I've changed grade levels, so it was taking me a little bit to get my grounding, but I feel like I was initiated a couple years ago when a first grader screamed at me, I hate you. And I did not know what to do. Well, I thought of something I wanted to do, but that was not part of our discipline policy. Um, and I definitely was initiated, but that started me on a journey. Um, I realized that I needed to um, really get to the root cause and kind of dive um, deeper to the issues at hand instead of just demanding respect for authority from my students. Um, 
I finally became okay with just talking to my students like they were people. And that has changed um, my teaching life. And to be able to journey with that child to, to the expectation that I wanted them to um, have, I did not let go of the expectation of respect and dealing with disappointment and being able to handle emotions um, appropriately. But just to know that it was okay to slow down and to journey with the student. And um, so I'm very thankful for that initiation. And the following school year, the school counselor asked this child, um, how was your first day of school? And they responded, they were very excited. And they said, I didn't scream at anybody and I didn't bite anybody. And I love my teacher. And I kind of felt like I had somewhat of a success too, knowing um, that she was going to have a great year and maybe journeying with her in my classroom was the beginning of her um, seeing a new side of how she could um, learn and grow as a person and not bite people or scream at teachers. So this was my third year teaching. Um, and I was giving social studies tests uh, to my students that I was creating myself based on what I was teaching. Um, and all throughout the year, the students were doing really well. Um, I was very proud of the progress that they were making. And so about halfway through the year, I decided to give them one of the book tests. And the very first one that they took was not pretty. Their grades were much worse than the tests that I had been giving them. And so I sat back and kind of reflected on what went wrong um, and then I took it back to the students and after a good discussion um, they helped me to understand that they didn't understand what the questions were asking and so of course as an early teacher I kicked myself because I realized that I had set them up for failure because I was dumbing down the language of the test instead of helping them to rise to meet the expectations of what they were going to see on the standardized tests at the end of the school year so uh, together, we went through question by question on that test and really defined all of those high-level words that they were seeing so that they were able to understand them. Um, we created an anchor chart that was then put on the wall and stayed there for the rest of the school year. And from then on, the students were able to successfully read and understand and answer the questions and the test scores rose from there. So uh, it was a great lesson for me to expect my kids to rise to meet challenges, not lower the bar to help them to be successful. So as a student teacher, for me at least, it was a difficult transition going from being a full-time student to a part-time teacher because it felt like I wasn't really the adult in the room, but I wasn't the student in the, in the room anymore. And so it was kind of a weird in-between. And the first time I ever felt like one of the adults in the room was actually during an active shooter drill that I did not know was happening until it was happening. And I realized that the kids were all looking at me as one of the adults in the room that they depend on. And it just kind of hit me that in the event that something like this was real, I'm responsible for their lives. Their parents are trusting me with their lives. And I realized what a heavy weight that was and what a responsibility as one of the adults in the room. And that was the first time I ever felt like a grown up in the classroom rather than one of the students. The moment I fell into teaching my first year was quite the thud moment. 
I had been preparing for my first formal observation by my principal. I had every little detail planned and was so excited to show my creativity as a teacher. I may have been a little too excited and confident. As I am busy engaging students and sharing the knowledge all while bebopping around the classroom, I walk over to my smart board and sit down in my teacher chair to transition to the next activity. As I sit down, I completely miss the chair and fall flat on my rump. Here I am with 27 pairs of fifth grade eyes and a pair of principal's eyes on me. I was humiliated, but I used my quick, quick teacher reflexes to say, students, this is why we sit on our bottoms and feet on the floor. As a teacher, we can turn any moment into a teachable moment. Yes, folks, that's Taps. It was the class pet. Her name was Gilda. She was plump and she swam all very quietly throughout the day. She was very beloved by my little first grade class. And one day I came in before the children and she was a floater. So I quickly, <laughs> I quickly hid her and I wrapped her up in a Ziploc bag, AKA a body bag. And it wasn't until after the children left that day that Mr. Lewis and I, the custodian, had a moment of peace, quiet, and remembrance. I made him take his hat off, and we crossed our hands over our heart, and I sang taps, and we put Gilda to rest in the dumpster. Um, she was a beautiful fish, and yes, class fish, class pets are very loved by your children, because my children today, even though they've gone on to, like, they're in fourth grade now. They still ask about Gilda, and I just tell her that she's home swimming. But yes, it was a moment. It was a moment. That's all I have to say about that. So my initiation story was when it's I had finally reached a very difficult student. I had my first year. We'd been working on behavior. We'd been working on it all year long. And then finally, another teacher gave me the word that this kid likes to clean. So that became the reward for good behavior was he got to stay in from recess and clean. And I knew I was truly initiated into teaching when I was moving shelves for a six, six-year-old to vacuum and listening to how dirty and unneat I was for this six-year-old. And then when I was talking to the custodian about how, when was a good time for him to come and help him out cleaning up because the kid loved to clean, but the kid did grow. <laughs> so Ashley, now that we've heard all of the teacher's stories, what do you think? It's so comforting to hear what every teacher goes through every day and every year. Do you feel like you have an initiation story that you could share? My story is more of an overall year experience. Um, I would say my second year teaching, which was last year, just overall was my initiation. I had a classroom with just some challenging behaviors. And over the year, I had a big aha moment um, that each class is going to take on its own personality. And you have to adjust to meet the needs of your class in the best way that you can. Um, and not get discouraged no matter what happens around you. And this realization has made a big difference in my teaching life. 
And I appreciate that sentiment too, because I, I feel like that's every year, mm-hmm. especially by the end of the year, you get your kids to a certain spot mm-hmm. and then you start in that same grade and they come in and I'm always like, oh my gosh, you're babies. Like mm-hmm. I had big kids leaving and now you're babies. And that that's how third grade, you know, and I know second and fourth kind of felt like that too. Um, so I think that's a really good reminder for us to think of every single year. Definitely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Rutland, we miss you. Um, But Ashley, we'd love to have you back another time too to talk. Of course. Thank you. (laughs) And we would love to hear your initiation story, your moment um, that has happened, that has made you think differently and has made an impact in one way or another on your teaching life. So if you would, just head on over to Instagram and check out at Planning Time Podcast and let us know your initiation story. And a special shout out and thank you to Miss Cattell, Miss Bradley, Miss Henson, Miss Wise, Miss Burton, Miss Foster, and Miss Wirtz for sharing your stories. I could not be more proud to call you all my colleagues and my friends. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on this special episode for the love of teaching. And um, next week, Rutland will hopefully be back and better. And we are going to talk a little bit about um, how to be yourself as a teacher. Uh, This is something that I think I work with still daily, yearly, to make sure that what I'm doing is in line with my beliefs. And we hope that you join us then.